Warning, the following podcast be all about sea shanties today. Blow me down, boys. Blow me down. That's a new one I just made up right now. But there's others like, um, um, tie me shoelaces and what's that seagull? And also swearing and stuff about WandaVision. A martini shaken up. Shocking. Welcome to Shaken.Nerd, the weekly podcast where we talk about movies, pop culture, some comics, and basically everything in between. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. I'm your host, Ollie, and with me for episode number 201 is the man who I'm convinced just asked us to blow him, Fuzzy Dan. <laughs> to blow me down. I missed that part. It must have cut out. Yeah, you, All you I heard was blow me, boys, blow me, boys, blow me, boys, blow. It's just like the internet problem. It was definitely uh-huh. it was more of a um, more of a thing, mm. not a, not a request, but yes, anyway. a suggestion. A it was a demand. <laughs> it was an order. A suggestion with my hands on your head. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> uh, well. Speaking of hands on head, duty is also here. How are you, sir? I'm um, good. I have to keep my hands on my head, otherwise I'll keep touching my pee-pee. And you will <laughs> fail at Simon Says. No, I just like to touch my pee-pee. My pee-pee. <laughs> Simon, Simon Says, touch your pee-pee. I'm out of that game. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> I am out. Uh, Tom is also here. He's had some uh, some technical issues this morning. I have. Uh, that's now. Technically, he's back. How are you? Good. I'm happy. My technical issues are resolved. I was able to get my webcam on and everything. Oh, God knows what happened. It just started working randomly. So good. I I love it when stuff like that happens. It just randomly fixes itself. Normally there's something. Normally Mm. you've changed the setting or something and you you can't really pinpoint what fixed it. This, I literally just had a screen and then all of a sudden everything popped up. Tom, I think I know what's happened. Touch anything. Mm. Illuminati. Just a reminder, this man works in IT as well. I'm just going <laughs> to remind everybody that this is an IT professional. Uh, uh, to anybody who's listening who turns to people who work in IT in your families, I just want to make it very clear. IT is a very, very broad industry. <laughs> he actually works in the movie IT. It. <laughs> So broad. Uh, well, I am also here. It's been a tough week. Last night, someone vomited at work and we had to clean it up. So Sorry. let's get into the theme. Oh, what? No, 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 no. Let's hold on this. What are they? Uh, what were they watching? Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. It's so music. bad. It was so. It was the Sia movie that's just come out. Music. And oh, fair the, enough. The yeah, movie. No need to explain. The movie had finished. That's the funny thing. And you guys have been to the movies. You know how some cinemas have like the airlock where you have one one door to the movie and then one door to the outside and there's like that middle section between those doors so you can depressurize on the way out yeah yeah yeah. it's to depressurize so you don't get the bends it's it was calculated it was right in the middle of that airlock everyone Uh, in that movie had to like yeah like good one though like like pump uh, popcorn chunks or it was like no it was like fairly digested you know i'm i'm okay with it but <laughs> but if one wrong step and that could have been a slip and slide. 
just awful. Has anyone ever spewed at like the top of the ramp and then it like slides down that rampy part? No, but do you remember that story I told? I remembered it the other day because I was cleaning that chair, but someone was lying down in gold class and they spewed while still lying down and it like dribbled down their face and then down their back and down the chair. What the fuck are people doing? Having a good time. This is not a ball pit at McDonald's, people. Hold your vomit for the bathrooms or elsewhere. What the fuck do people do in movie cinemas? It's kids. It's kids. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. What, the gold class one was kid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who takes a kid to gold class? Yeah, I was about to say. That's on Rich parents. (laughs) Rich parents. That's all. It's not like a vomitorium in ancient Rome where you're just like, bah, bah. <laughs> oh, that dinner fair, was lovely. Fuzzy <laughs> was one drink away in X Men Dark Phoenix from spewing in the cinema. You know yeah, what you should do? You should, put, you should put down those extra large popcorn buckets next to each of the seats just so people could just vomit. <laughs> so, would you like a vomit bucket with your seats? <laughs> it's only five dollars. Hey, five revenue. That's too cheap. Increase Fifteen revenue. is more like it. Yeah, come on, you, you got to make it one thousand percent market. I bought I bought one packet of fucking Emmett, no Maltesers when I went to go see yeah, Monster Hunter. Seven bucks, seven dollars fifty, and I went, you fucking what? When? Well, that's that's worse than than Village Hoyts is. Let's say sucking you dry. Yeah, but it's at the fashion. And they're also so charging you way too much money. I mean, see, that's I would pay extra for for that that particular <laughs> service. Sucked dry. Yeah, <laughs> an extra fifty cents—it's worth it. <laughs> Man, uh, I see anyway, my chanted. <laughs> well, unfortunately, our budget cuts have meant that this is the first episode without Ian. Um, so, a moment for our fallen comrade. That's not budget cuts. He fired, but he—he left, so we didn't have to give him a severance pay. Ah, well, still Sorry. budget cuts. So, a moment for our fallen comrade. And that's, that's enough. enough. That's enough. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking the two episodes of WandaVision this week that have come out, and also the uh, the Phase 4 calendar for the next, I guess, the ones that have been announced. Uh, we have a list. I'll quickly run through them just as a tease for what we're actually going to be talking about. We have, where is it? Here it is. Bear with me. Bear with. Bear with me. Bear with. Right. Don't spend all of our content now before we actually no, no, no. get I'm to just, the end. I'm just going to go to the list and then we'll talk about them a bit more after WandaVision. Sure. So and then we'll say it again for more Falcon time. and the Winter Soldier. Black Widow. Loki TV show. Hey, hey, hey. Bucky and the Cap. Bucky. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. What If, which I believe is that animated series that I'm not interested in. Hawkeye has a series. Miss Marvel. Eternals. Spider-Man 3. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor, Love and Thunder. That's a long list, but the first one on that list has already come out. We have watched it. A lot of people have watched it and have thoughts. It is WandaVision Episode 1 and 2 on Disney+. Plus. Tom, being our resident Disney Plus expert, (laughs) would you like to start us off with your thoughts on the Episode 1 and 2? I reckon we just talk about the two episodes because like, people have seen it. It's out on the, on the street. There's nothing to really spoil because nothing fucking happens. Duty, that's where you're wrong, all right? That so is much where you're wrong. I will list off the 74 Easter eggs that were listed in this show. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Number one. Uh, it has Paul Bettany. Easter Paul Bettany was also in Wimbledon, also directed that's... by John Favreau. What do you mean? Uh, it's two episodes. It's the two, first two episodes of the series. It's like one pilot. Like... They are half-hour episodes. Just in case you haven't watched them with 15 minutes. Oh, oh, no, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> well, As Tom pointed out, he, he did, the, he did the, the maths on this one. So Tom pointed out quite kindly that the episodes were how long each, Tom? 
Well, so I think the first episode is 29 minutes and seven minutes of that are credits. Wow. It mm-hmm. is unreal. I actually, I was skipping through just to, like, I got to the credits. I watched the first one in its entirety to go, right, there might be, like, a little, you know, post-credits yep. thing or whatever. No. They do the full Marvel thing, and then they do the extra credits at the end of it. What the fuck is going on? I've seen less credits for entire movies than this. Yep. I, I, don't, I don't get it. They can't have that many people working on it that they need all those credits, right? But they The Mandalorian does its credits better because they show, like, the concept art for the episode you just watched. So it's like, oh, I'm not reading the names that are popping up on the screen, but I'm looking at the concept art. 100%. Mm. That is, they are one of the best credits you'll see in TV shows these mm-hmm. days because you actually get something that's slightly different from the episode you see where they started from, how that developed into the actual story. It's engaging and it's interesting to watch. This was just bullshit. Mm. And I and I will also point out they did the first, like, the first two minutes of the episode is the full fucking Marvel trailers as well, like you would get at the cinemas. Wait, what? The, the, like the, the intro credits scene. Uh, so like, you know, the yeah, fucking, yeah. everything flashing <laughs> forward. It's like, just two minutes of that before the episode starts, and then there's seven minutes at the end. So these episodes are like 20 minutes long at the end. That's fine. I, I do think. actually love the intro that they have yeah. on this. Not the Marvel one, but the actual one for the show that's very bewitched. Well, they changed. They changed. I feel like episode. Fuzzy they mentioned changed, the yeah. other week. They've got, they've brought in composers to write oh, okay. each thing. Because it's going to change. It goes through like the eras of. Because I didn't remember that in the first one. I remembered it in the second one. Did they have one in the it, first one? No, it was sort of what? just them being married, coming into the house. Like, mm. oh, it was like it was um, the, uh, the honeymooners or something, wasn't it? Episode one. Yeah. Like so the, the first one was like the honeymooners, and the second one was like bewitched. bewitched. Mm. Yeah. So they've done. Yeah. Basically, how they've set it up is it's uh, yeah old school black and white television for these first two episodes. You can't say that, fuzzy. You can't say that. <laughs> Sorry, white. Uh, white television. <laughs> grayscale. Uh, Come on, yeah, Grayscale television. Uh, yeah, basically, um... did Fuzzy so, <laughs> On the webcam, he's holding his hand up, being like, so basically, I can just see Tom swaying. <laughs> perfectly. He's like, basically. Anyway, so uh, basically, here he's back. <laughs> Fuzzy, you froze through all of that. If you kept talking, we missed absolutely everything. Yeah. Motherfucker. You said basically, and then we didn't hear a thing. Excellent. Uh, That's good. Let's leave this. That's all you need to know. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Tom, (laughs) fix it. IT professional. It it just fix itself. That's how it works. That's how IT works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Well, let's, let's go through what we think of the episode's Fuzzy, I think you have something to say. You froze. But how do you find these episodes so far? Do you like the grayscale? Do you like the the whole, oh, they're in some fanciful world of television? Because it clearly is something's up. Something's definitely yeah. up. And look, I, 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 can't, I kind of appreciate the um, them sticking to the, the, the bit. So they do these whole TV episodes that are, you know, either the honeymoon is all bewitched or something of that ilk. And it's just, they, they stick to it for the entirety of the show. I mean, agreed, they're only doing 20 minutes at a time, but they they commit to it, which is quite fun. Mm. So I, I like that they've done that and they've, they've kind of captured the magic of what those shows were at the time, but mm. give a little bit of a twist of that sort of modern Marvel humour as well. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I wasn't expecting from 
this show was the humor that's in it. I guess they sort of have to when they go back to like Bewitched and the Honeymooners. It's like the same style. It has the same feeling. Like I watched mm. old Bewitched episodes when I was a kid. It was always on TV when I got home, and like it's it felt like an episode. Yeah, it did. I think the, the the biggest issue that I have with all of that, though, is that there was, it feels, well, we still have no explanation for it. Mm. Um, I was expecting to get a bit more of, you know, and we see little snippets throughout it of like, hey, something's not right with whatever the fuck's going on here. Mm. But there's no, hey, something's happening at the start. Hey, something's happening at the end. There's just not enough of, uh, you're not fed enough information to go, hey, here's what mm. it leads to. I'm digging it. I'm liking not having enough information because mm. it's actually feeling like this is going to be a continued storyline over the course of an entire series as opposed to standalone episodes like that's, what Mandalorian Season 1 did, which I don't want. That's what I'm excited <laughs> for too. I'm, I'm, I've kind of finished the first two episodes and I turned to her and I said, well, I'm sufficiently curious because I don't know what's happening. There's just There's been just enough to pique my yeah. interest. And the beekeeper, the beekeeper. The beekeeper. We'll yes, get into the beekeeper, so yes. Weird. It's sometimes so weird. Like, you see, um, what's her name? Mary-Kate Olsen. Ashley Olsen. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. I need this. <laughs> get there eventually. Sums Jimmy Olsen. That, that wasn't even a bit. I genuinely forgot which Olsen <laughs> she was. She, like, her face changes sometimes when she notices something that's up. And you see Scarlet Witch rather than... Wanda Maximoff, you know, and it's like you can just tell this. She knows something, but she doesn't know why or doesn't know what it is. So it's like things just pop up, like the helicopter that was in color that's in the bushes in the second episode. What what is that? It had a logo on it. I don't know what logo it was, and we see that logo other places, mm. and there's little Easter eggs as well. There's like ad breaks in the. There's like one ad break halfway through the episode. Yeah, like the yeah. first one was for like a Stark Industries toaster. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah and the yeah, second yeah. one was for a watch. That was Hydra. It was like a Hydra-made watch. Uh, it was and you saw Strucker. the, the Strucker. Yeah, Strucker yeah. from Avengers 2. That's the one. Yeah, like, that's cool. Little Easter eggs that, like, give you a bit of, just a I, bit of background. I did like that the toaster, when it was down, made the repulsor noise. <laughs> like, <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, it made, it made a little bit of the repulsive noise when it was actually mm. cooking. Look, I think this is one of the things uh, that I alluded to earlier. There's just Easter eggs galore in this mm-hmm. uh, in this thing. So everything has slight little references to everything else. Tom referenced the beekeeper. There's stuff about that later on as well. So they've they're essentially setting up this whole next phase, and I I get where they're going with that. I just think they needed to be probably a little bit more deliberate because you have to be a fucking super massive mega nerd to see them. I had to do. Luckily, <laughs> we have a whole podcast. But I, I had to watch a bunch of videos on YouTube, read read some articles, sure, go back and YouTube. research some of the old like comic book series to understand what the fuck they were talking about. So it, it's there for the super mega nerds, and yeah, I don't know, man. It's just it probably wasn't obvious enough for me to. Uh, I, know, I know you said Ollie that you were interested by the end of this. I don't think I was mm. interested enough. Yeah, but you have the old man's attention span. I'm sorry, that came that's out of nowhere. They, that's I'm, why they I'm kept really... the episodes 20 minutes long, mate. It seems to be fine. I don't have to have a nap. 
I can watch two episodes and only get sleepy after the second. <laughs> 20, 20 minutes does seem super short nowadays. Yeah. That's one thing. I was watching it and I was just like, oh, wow, that's over already. Mm. Well, was, so if you look I at this, like, upset. if they keep the same format, so if they do 20-minute episodes, there's supposed to be nine um, episodes altogether, so it's a mini-series in total. Mm. So, what, 180 minutes, over, mm. well, which is, what, the length of about, you know, one and a half really long movies? Well, they've already done the Netflix thing of just being flexible with it. So the first episode was 22 minutes. Yeah. Um, and the second episode was actually 29 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why are you including credits? No. Okay. So the actual content. So it was 29 minutes and 35 uh, gotcha. minutes or 36 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Judy, you've been very quiet. So far, yeah, how do you feel about the first two episodes? Yeah, it's okay. Me and me and Mon watched it. We got pretty bored. Um, nothing fucking happens. Like it's it's the shit happens at the very end of the episode, and the whole rest of the episode is just fucking fluff. Like it was funny. That's, I like that magic show. But see, that's what I, I had with. Uh, I watched this with my lovely lady person, and she was <clears> doing the same thing. She had no idea what to expect. And she's she's hoping for that marvelness to come through. Oh, there's a superhero thing, and there should have been at least maybe five minutes of the episode dedicated to that. And there was maybe like glimpses of it. We started watching. We watched episode enough. one on Friday and episode two uh, yesterday. And uh, I read what a sense of mine went. Uh, so we're starting episode two tonight. She goes, "Let's something. Let's hope that something else fucking happens besides Vision using his powers to help a cunt from choking." That was the only super moment in the fucking thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's just it's yeah. It's people are gonna dig it, and I'm seeing you know loads of people going like it's fantastic. Disney's done it again, and I'm sitting there going, have they? I really, just, really. Like, I'm gonna say I really enjoyed it. I thought the first two episodes are great and a really good starting point. So I'm probably gonna give it a f- fairly good review. And I've read plenty of stuff of people cutting into it and ripping into it. But yeah, it's episode two of as you said before a nine part series and. As far as I'm concerned, I know Fuzzy, you said you're not interested, but I really am, like from little bits and pieces, from stuff coming through the radio, um, the colour, the, the, as you said before, the helicopter, and then the fact that they turned mm-hmm. to colour in there, and just little teasers and stuff that I've heard. Like I've, I've heard rumour that a lot of people are saying that the person who put them in there might be Mr. Sinister, which could be interesting Ooh. if that is the case, because that, then that connects to X Men. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I think we need to do like a like a weird theories section as well for this one because oh yeah, a lot I of have stuff going on. Yeah, I have yeah. theories. Yeah, did you guys? But, uh, I, I'll just say, Tom, I'm not. It's not that I'm not interested. I'm I'm going mm-hmm. to watch the entire series. I want to see what happens. I just don't think there was enough. Like like Duty said, enough superhero stuff in there. I think you can do like if you're going to do say twenty to twenty five minute episodes. I think at least five minutes of that needs to be more of that teaser stuff. Like I get the theme that you're doing, but I th- just think they run and their commitment to the bit. I just want them to do more of that stuff that they're alluding to. Like mm. a little, essentially, it's just you know post credit nods, and it's like that's not enough for a, a Marvel TV series. You see, for me though, I guess I'm just being superhero fatigued from the yeah. films that they did have out. I'm actually excited for them to be doing something that doesn't feel like another copy and paste of another Marvel property. Oh, it's not. For, for, for 100% sure, this is very, very new for them as far as you know any approach to movies or TV shows they've done in the mm. past. Mm. 
because I have a feeling with um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier or whatever it is, I think you're Bucky very much going to... Bucky and the Cap. Uh, you're very much going to get that. It'll be... And that'll, that'll be yeah. a good thing that what Marvel's doing and what um, Star Wars is going to do as well. If you don't like the Ahsoka TV show, you can go watch Agents of the New Republic. If you don't like that, you can go watch The Book of Boba Fett. Like, there will be a series for everyone's taste. Mm. And I think that's 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 cool that they're covering that yeah. sort of aspect. But I think for this, like for this Marvel stuff, like they've always done, like when they've set up a movie, they, they it always or leads to something else. So they they've definitely started this phase four leading to, and in this at least they've referenced three other movies already that they're going to build into. And Kevin Feige specifically come out and said, "Oh, this leads to this. This leads to this." So mm. there are already direct connections. So I, I I hear what you're saying. You know, oh, you can go and like these things differently, but you need but to they go are, them. You, you need to watch this to understand where the rest of it's going to go. Yeah. And I think that's, it's really, they're trying to suck people in to get that, yeah, that, that new connection to, hey, new characters, new universes, all the rest of it. Mm. It's, they're, they're really launching off with this one, I think. I think it's okay. I'm in the same boat as Tom. I loved the first two episodes and I'm excited and curious to see how they go because I don't think they could give away too much in the first two episodes it's like a it's like one split pilot almost because like even after this one at the end of the second episode they turn into color so they're already progressing so maybe they're going to be doing like blocks of storylines you know like one season long and then like this happens in this these two and then the next two and then the next two because like We've seen a lot from the trailers already. So they've shown in the trailers like the different time frames. So mm-hmm. um, we saw at the end of episode two, uh, Wanda was all of a sudden pregnant somehow. Um, yeah. When she wasn't like two seconds ago. Um, and then I think there's some baby stuff that happens later on in some of the color episodes. There's uh, things like look like the Brady Bunch. Um, mm-hmm. There's There's all sorts of different things that come in later on. And also some quite heavily um, marvelized action sequences later on as well, which look very interesting. So, mm. and, and that was all—it's all kind of spoiled in the trailer a little bit because mm. you're expecting that now. Yeah. So I think I would have preferred if they just completely ignored that altogether and just only referenced those, you know, the initial part of the show. Because now I'm expect maybe that was my expectation going in is I expect marvelized action and it wasn't there. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. It's coming out weekly now, so we've got a couple of months left of WandaVision talk at least. Absolutely. Um, personally, I'm just excited that Vision isn't Vision. Like, it's Paul Bettany as a human, because if you guys recall back to our Endgame and, and Infinity War episodes, I fucking hate Vision in the movies. He is one of the worst characters. He's so boring and just... Ugh. But Paul Bettany is at least like he has some charisma and he's likable enough to I mean, be to yeah. be a second player in a in a in a main cast. They did it. I feel like they didn't know how to use Vision. They created this super powered, stronger than mm. everything character, and then they essentially went, "Fuck, we can't have this guy in the game. Quickly, let's make him useless." <laughs> well, well at least they didn't send him to another fucking planet like Captain Marvel. <laughs> Oh god! Sorry, Captain Marvel's not here right now. (laughs) Pretty much, they gave them. They made two OP characters. Mm. Those both of those characters are completely OP compared to the rest of them. Mm. Well, I for one 
I'm goddamn curious. And I think Catherine Hahn has a big has a big thing in the plot. I don't know why, I don't know how. But one thing I did notice in the ad breaks between the episodes, did you notice that the toaster has like it's ticking, gets more and more and more and faster and faster, faster. And then the watch has the same sound. It like ramps up the ticking. Did you notice that? Nope. No. 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 I didn't notice it because I didn't care for it. Well, dude, you got to pay attention. You got to go through the This is going to be a weekly release and... For the Mandalorian, it was like you know seven pm. It dropped on a Friday, and seven pm's on Fridays. I'd sit down, we'd you know we'd have fucking booze, and we'd like let's watch Mandalorian. Where well, I think for this, this is going to be. I'm just going to wait till it's all done, and just watch it all in one go. Because watching it episode by episode is kind of make me not want to watch it, and then just read about what happens online. I, mm. I totally agree. I think this is going to be one of those ones that I've I've watched the first two episodes. I get it now. But I would actually prefer just to watch it in a big block. Yeah. Because, yeah, re- re- weekly releases are just going to frustrate the shit out of me. All right. Well, Tom, I propose a little segment each week for the episode. We just mm. say if we liked the episode or not. Because <laughs> I'm going to be watching it week by week. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> I, I did. I liked it, Ollie. <laughs> yes. Is, is that the segment? Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Episode what a two. segment! I liked. <laughs> All right, I want to uh, talk about like like let's talk about some Easter egg stuff from this show because mm-hmm. because uh, yeah. there was a lot in there. Now, one of the big ones that comes up all the time, there is um, about five or six different logos that show up all the time, mm-hmm. um, and it is the logo for Sword. Now um, we're all, all familiar already with the uh, the organization Shield, which mm-hmm. is you know some big crazy acronym. Um, Sword Strategic duty Homelander. test for you. Uh, Do you know what sword stands for? Uh, I've got it written down. Sh- it's a test. Uh, I don't know, but shield S- is protecting Earth. Sword is going out and attacking and preventing things from coming to Earth. So that's where we see Correct. Nick Fury at the end of Spider-Man: Far From Far From Home, with is all the scroll oh, stuff. Yes, so they are that, sh- that sword. So sword stands for Sentient World Observation and Response Department. So yes, they protect Earth against alien shit. So. Yes, that's that's where they come in. So they, there's logos um, at the end of the first episode. You see someone close a notebook. It's got a sword logo. Mm-hmm. Um, it pops up just throughout the actual episode. So on the helicopter, it was on the helicopter. Yeah, there was a mm-hmm. and so there's a bunch of different logos that show up. It's uh, just a little sword inside a circle. Um, so that comes up in there. Um, we also hear at one stage um, the radio, and there's a mm-hmm. voice going, "You know, wonder who's doing this to you? What's happening? That kind of thing." Um, that was Randall Park's character Park. mm. uh, from Ant-Man and the Wasp. So he's showing up as uh, Jimmy Woo. Unfortunately, all of this shit is already spoiled in IMDb because the character yeah. names are already in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, one of... So the there's a character in the town. She helped... She was, like, running the talent show. But that's Monica Rambeau, and that got spoiled for me because I yeah. watch things with subtitles on. And it's, like, Monica Rambeau in, like, parentheses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... Again, already spoiled in IMDb. So yeah. they've done. They've. I think when we we watched, um, like watching the Mandalorian, every single episode they would release the character names after the mm. episode dropped, so that people that. couldn't see what was going on. You can see exactly how many episodes each of these people are in, what their names are. So yes, Monica Rambeau is uh, the daughter of Captain Marvel's friend from mm. the Captain Marvel movie, and again, Kevin Feige has already come out and said this links to Captain Marvel too. 
Yeah. So she becomes a big character. She's a massive character in um, in the Marvel universe. Do, do, do you know much like about she becomes Monica Captain Rambo? Marvel? Right? She is. Uh, no, I don't know much on Captain Marvel. Uh, there, there, there we go. I'm looking at the IMDb <laughs> list and I'm sitting going, okay, cool. So I know that it's got ties to Ant-Man, it's got ties to Thor, it's got yeah. ties to all these other sort of characters and stuff like that, but it's just like... I think also the actor from How I Met Your Mother is in the second episode as well. One of the actors sure. Which one? Which actor? Uh, Jolene Purdy? Yes. Who the yeah. hell is that? She, uh, I think she plays Patrice in How I Met Your Mother, I think. And we also had um, the, uh, uh, what's her name, Kitty from um, oh, that 70s show. That, on yeah, the yeah, yeah. that was, she was fair. She's so that funny. where she like freaked out at the table when yeah. she's sitting there going, just breathe. Just yeah. breathe. Just, no, like, stop oh, it. Shit. Stop it or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. that was that, that was, was creepy. creepy. That was creepy. Uh, oh. But, yeah, so we had a lot of uh, other references. So um, it, there's a bunch of stuff that's related back to a uh, comic book series called The House of M, mm-hmm. uh, which is an X-Book. Uh, the X-Men event book. Uh, X- <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and basically in that series, um, Scarlet Witch suffers a mental breakdown and basically tries to alter the fabric of reality to recreate a whole bunch of stuff that's gone mm-hmm. on in that series. So the big theory at this stage is this is Scarlet Witch doing this to herself. This is... Mm, yeah, that's what I think. This, this show is inspired by both House of M and Tom King's run of Vision, which yeah. the Vision book is fucking fantastic. And reading the book and then watching this, you're like, you fucked it. <laughs> but... See, that's what I was worried yeah. because, dude, you, historically, you have a habit of comparing the books you've read to the the video like content that's created. Yeah, and it, I feel like it doesn't ruin it because you still love the books, but your comparison stops you from enjoying stuff that you already know stuff about. Like, I know nothing about House of M or the Vision Runs or any of the comic books really, and I'm loving this. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those like, things that wouldn't if you yeah like yeah. would you like it if you didn't have that other thing to compare it to? No, because look the f- the start of the first episode it just goes straight into it. It's like like you know they've gotten married, they've bought a house. One's a woman with powers, one's a fucking robot, and it's just like you nailed it. That's like word for word. But it's, <laughs> I, I was back in the show. <laughs> but it doesn't. It has no. Like, it, it needs to have, like, a catchy fucking prelude. Like, you can, you know, show people inside this fucking bunker turning the TV on and then it's fucking playing. And I'm like, all right, cool. You've given me a little tease of this, some fucking thing going on in the real world post-Endgame. But no, it immediately starts in black and white and it's the Honeymooners. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? What's going on? Give me a little tease that hooks me that wants me to keep watching where it starts with it just in the show. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you've got, you've, you've hooked me with nothing. What about at the end of the first episode where someone turns off a TV? Like, it pulls was, out to see a real world. Someone's we, when, watching this well, happen yeah, on when, TV. When that, at the end of that first episode. They, yeah. they, like, if they continued that kind of thing on and you saw a little bit more each time, mm. that would have been quite yeah. cool. But when, when, that happened, not to. when that happened, Mrs. Duty went, cool, something happened. And just went, exactly, right at the end. I feel like you could just fast that's forward. That's what a cliffhanger is. You could fast yeah. forward through the episodes going, it looks like something's happening here, and fast forward. Like there's like it's one episode's a fucking magic show and Vision eats gum and he acts drunk and we're, we're sitting there going oh, what the fuck okay. are we that watching captures, no, that no, no. captures fifties and sixties television though I'm That's just gonna say as well though 
when when Paul Bettany did that moment where he's acting drunk, mm. he's basically doing Rick Mail. Um, so I don't know if you guys know who Rick Mail is, but um, go watch yep. the young ones. He was doing an almost perfect fucking impression of Rick Mail, and it was amazing. Which, so which I really love that. Who is in the young ones? Which one? The main guy. There's <laughs> four guys. It's an ensemble. The main one. Though. He's the oh, main guy. Oh, oh. Like, it's, he's just, <laughs> there isn't a main guy. It's four people. <laughs> mind you, like Rick Mail just reacted like Rick Mail in fucking everything that he did. So, I um, mean, Drop Dead Fred, um, you might remember him from that wonderful movie that he did. Uh, but, yeah, like his impression of Rick Mail was amazing. So uh, give me some more of that. I like it. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. He plays the guy with the stars on his forehead. Got it. But it might, it might just be like, I know every episode is a different style of sitcom. So we've gotten 50s with Honeymooners, 60s with Bewitched. Who knows what we're going to get next? We might get that 70s show or who knows, who, Happy Days or something next. Who knows? But it's like... Oh, I could do Happy Days. That'd be pretty fun. Happy Days. It would be cool if towards the end... Paul Bettany is the Fonz. If towards the end hey. they have like a, an Office-style episode, like in the 2000s, or if they have a Friends-style one or a Seinfeld-style one, like I'm curious reckon, to see where it goes. I reckon they might have a Friends one. Friends seems like like a good choice. Uh, like a, Anything a with a laugh suit. track, I think. Like, yeah. yeah, they yeah. all have laugh tracks. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> All right, we should talk about this. We should talk about this phase four list. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just also want to reference some other stuff, like the, just some of the the things because Tom alluded to the beekeepers, and uh, like I wanted to just point that out that that's actually a huge thing uh, within within the Marvel universe. <laughs> so the beekeeper um, references a basically a bunch of bad guys um, that were like dressed up in pretty much beekeeper suits um, called AIM. Dude, do you know about AIM? Advanced Idea Mechanics. That's the one. Um, basically, they're like an evil organization of researchers who, um, yeah, they, they basically try and figure out how all of these superheroes get their powers and use their powers for themselves. They make these giant robots called Adaptoids, which will have their own powers based off uh, heroes. Um, yeah. So, so they're just Sentinels. I said, well, uh, a little they're, bit. they're trying to build Sentinels, basically. Gotcha. <laughs> a little bit, but, but yeah, yeah, Sentinels are just go out and capture and kill mutants where Adaptoids can be told to do whatever the fuck they want or whatever you tell them to do. Um, mm. they're, they're sort of like a they're sort of like S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra sort of thing put together, but in the comics they start off as a big deal and then they just turn into a complete fucking joke. Like, anytime AIM's in the books, it's like they're going to get killed straight away. They're like the red shirts. Yeah, yeah pretty much. They're just they're, they're the drones of the organisation, but, yes, they always looked like or were portrayed as, yeah. you know, dudes with essentially radiation every, suits or beekeeper suits. They were called every episode guys. ends in, like, a in the AIM logo as well. As it shrinks in, it turns into that hexagon. Ah, oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so lot, lots of different references to stuff in the, the history of, uh, of the universe. Um, I've also um, I, I watched a video with Kevin Feige, um, and this will go into your next part of the discussion, uh, Ollie, about um, how it links into the other movies. Mm-hmm. And they've, he's specifically called out that this TV show links directly into the Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, called The Multiverse of Madness. So well, yeah, very was... interesting with, with that consideration, and especially that stuff from the House of M, where, mm. you know, yeah. changing the fabric of reality, and this is the multi- and leading into the Multiverse of Madness will be very interesting to see how that plays out. Mm. I feel like a couple of weeks ago we got, like, a, a press release of a confirmation that, Elizabeth Olsen was confirmed as cast. Yeah, that was that was last year. For the 
Yeah, it was, it was a long time ago, but yeah, yeah. He's, he's specifically called out the direct link. So Captain Marvel 2 and the Multiverse of Madness, mm. so at least two movies so far in the first two episodes are directly linked to this show. So you mm. can see how they're, they're, they're going again for this universe building a lot mm-hmm. more deliberately than maybe they did in the last few phases, but 100% they're, you know, they're starting a big, big run Yeah, now. I'm into it. I think this has made me realise that I do kind of miss marvel i think i feel like it's been enough time miss marvel hey. yes i'm ready to 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 date marvel again you know we've, ready had, to our, try we've, to get we've had our break we've had our break i'm ready to forgive and forget and let's move <laughs> on um speaking of moving on we have our list i read through it before first one we're going in chronological order by the way so it's really yeah, helpful let's do it. this list is is incredible Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a.k.a. Bucky and the Cap. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. There was also the rumours this week that Chris Evans might be returning as Captain America at some point. Um, Are they that, just bringing back everybody? What movie, the fuck though. is going on? I, I think yeah. if they do do yes, that, um, it will be for the... Shit, is it the... Un- there's a there's an Avengers run. I think it's like it's not Secret Avengers, but it's it's a, it's a different sort of division of the Avengers, and it is Undead Avengers. It is run by Old Man Steve Rogers, and he plays like a Nick Fury style character, and it has Iron Man, and it has Unworthy Thor, which I think is what Ooh. we're going to get for the next Thor. So perhaps if if you know they do get Chris Evans to do it, it's like you're not going to be an action role. You're going to be a man in the chair sort of style role or something like that. Then that'll mm-hmm. be interesting. Interesting. Yes. Well, Bucky um, so now, can we say which ones are TV shows and which ones are movies? Yes, because I'm, I'm losing TV track. Show. Okay, this, this is cool. TV show. Yeah, and I, I am, I am not into it. I don't, no. I don't get the charisma. <laughs> I don't get their like chemistry. I don't think it's there. I don't want to suffer through two guys trying to figure out why they should be bros. It might be two of the weakest characters from the MCU in a TV so yeah. show. So. We talked about this at the time when we saw the trailers, like when they all came out, and we we literally said like they have, they went from hating each other at the start to being bros again, and then all of a sudden they're hating each other again. Yeah. Like there's no there's no logical flow to that how their relationships developed, um, and I don't care about either, <laughs> to be I honest. Either. I don't mm. either. Like the last we saw of either of them was Endgame, right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> were and they even in that? Yeah. Were. At, at the end, um, there was a lot happening at the end. Of there. That's when the oh. cap got became the cap. Yeah. Oh he yeah. Gets, yeah. Gets the shield. But <laughs> and, the, and I, Captain I America know. became secretly racist. And, and Bucky <laughs> sat there. Yeah. Do you think maybe their like infighting is going to be Bucky maybe thinking he should be Captain America? No, because Bucky tells him at the end of the movie, go to him. Like, he sees him sitting there, and then Falcons, they both see him, and then Bucky's like, go. He could potentially... Go to him. Go, love him. You're finding (laughs) holes where there are no holes. I don't... Well, there there could be. I think think part of the story is going to be that they they have the shield removed from them because the shield is not Steve Rogers to give away. Mm. Interesting. See, there's a theory. I yeah I don't know I'm just I'm just not excited. I was excited for no. one of because I have no idea what it's about. But we've seen the Bucky and the Cap tropes before. It's the buddy cop. It's the Tango and Cash. It's the you know Rambo and whatever. 
Is this Rambo? Rambo have, and have Rambo. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Rambo never, and his machete. That's the buddy that. action for those movies. That's the... <laughs> Every time he makes a massive machete, that's how it works. Yeah, there you go. He's got one love in those movies. Um, Big anyone nice. like to add anything about Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like we're getting more of a... I'm interested to see what they do with Winter Soldier because in his books post the sort of when he becomes Captain America and stuff like that as well, he becomes like a sort of a James Bond style character. He's infiltrating places under like the guise of fake names, wearing suits and tuxes and all that sort of stuff. Um, So it it, it is pretty cool. um, And yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. And the outfit for Falcon looks pretty cool. I like the vibrant reds and stuff they're going with now. I'll, I'll give him one thing. Like the wings and the flying is pretty cool, but that's his power. He just has some mechanical wings and two guns. He, he has, has the power gun. of momentum. <laughs> uh, you'd think if if that is the case, duty, and it's like Bucky sneaking into places under the guise of fake names and costumes, mm. you'd think the the metal arm would give him away. Uh, he'll, gonna, he'll, 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 hand. he'll be wearing a well. He's left hand. He's left hand is a metal arm, and he's right handed. He could still. What's he going to do? Hide his left arm the whole time? He wears gloves. Yeah, he'd have makeup uh, on or gloves. Guys, so I've just had a look at the uh, the calendar for this release as well. So this is supposed to be on the nineteenth of March. Mm. That is literally the week after WandaVision finishes up. Wow. So we're going to go. They're going to go straight. Uh, the 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 run of WandaVision will finish up, and then we'll be straight the next week into Falcon and the Winter. Soldier. I guarantee. I reckon their plan at the moment will be yeah. is going to be back to back Marvel and Star Wars series for an entire year. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the plan. There's going to be something coming out yeah, every true, Friday. Yeah, and then well, the, after the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that goes straight into. We're Black getting Widow. there. So, We're getting there. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. The next one on the list is the Black Widow movie. Slater I spoiled made, it already. Don't the Black seven. Widow, baby. <laughs> we have had this one coming for a long damn time. It's also and you all have been haters. And delayed and delayed again. It's also set before the events of Infinity War. <laughs> yes. So we're going back in time. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to set up the Florence Pugh. Right. Florence Pugh to come into it and be like a man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, does anyone know anything about a Black Widow storyline? I'm looking at you, Duty. No, don't care. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, it's uh, it's kind of like oh, it's all her family because like yeah, right. Lawrence is um, is supposed to be her sister or like a a fellow a ballet school or, thing, yeah. and she's and, wearing uh, the same outfit as Black Widow in Infinity War. Yeah, and it's just well, this one's just an introduction to the new Black Widow. Yeah, yep. I reckon well, it's not. But David but we're Harbour also- too. Yes, mm-hmm. we're here. I'm big curious about that. Fatty. It could be Hellboy. he he can bring that comedy that Marvel needs. You know, he I like the it. bulk. Yeah, I'm interested in it now. Like I said, I'm ready to forgive, forget about Marvel. I'm ready to go out again. What what so from Marvel hurt good. you for you to forgive and forget? Time, time heals all wounds. <laughs> no, but what hurt? Never mind. Oh, so um, does medicine. Overconsumption. Oh, okay. They just kept stuffing me and stuffing me and I got full and then they stuffed me some more. They found holes that I did not know existed and they stuffed the movie in there. <laughs> um, don't take it in your life. <laughs> What's that? You don't want any more Marvel? Have a Black Widow movie. Uh, all right, next, Loki, the TV show. That is slated for a release of May 2021. Again. Yeah, this one I'm excited about. Following on, I think this is going to end 
This is going to start when Bucky and the Cap finishes. It's just going to roll over into the next one. Mark, I'm curious as hell. It's um, it's interesting because we've seen, you know, that from the trailer we see a lot of really cool references. We've discussed it in in previous shows, but um, we also see Black Widow sitting down here. So there's, you know, that's interesting. So it, there's a lot of time travel, weird multiverse kind mm. of shit going on here. There's that stuff with him being DB Cooper at at one point. There's Owen Wilson showing mm. up for no reason. I don't know. If you could surmise it in one word, I would say it's wow. Jesus, did you? <laughs> I mean, uh, it cost you zero dollars to not yes. say that, and you still, yeah, I, I still it. did it. <laughs> I still did it. Yes, but a lot of these ones, this again, I think they're they're all limited run series, so they are showing us TV shows, but that's it's it's kind of mini series in itself. Yeah. And self-contained. They'll do one run of like nine episodes and then fuck it off. It's I'm almost okay. like they tried to do a movie with them, but they couldn't fit it into, you know, two hours. That's that's the good thing, though, because how many movies have we seen in our time doing this podcast where we thought it should have just been a TV series? Yeah, true. More, It's more digestible, you know. You reach a larger audience. Not everyone can go out and see a movie now. And, like, maybe with COVID they are putting it all into the to, D, to Disney Plus. You know, oh, holy their, shit. Their series. I've just seen something. Um, okay, so uh, Loki TV show has a person in there. Richard E. Grant is showing <gasps> up as a character in there now. Interesting. Man, oh, man, that guy's a fucking legend. So I'm looking forward to seeing him doing whatever the fuck he wants to. He's Interesting. amazing. Interesting. Have you seen him in his Doctor Who episodes? Because they are not great. <laughs> Who the fuck watches Doctor Who anymore? Right here. Right here. Yeah, hell yeah. It was actually, it was a few years ago that he was in it. So, you know, back when it was incredible. But he was not a great character. Anyway, moving on. Let's not talk about Doctor Who. Anyway, let's Uh, move on. Shut up, shut up, Fuzzy. You don't know what you're talking about. Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings is the next one. Being filmed in Sydney. Pardon, dude? It was filmed in Sydney. Wow. 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 Do you know when it was filmed? Uh, Last year. Aha. So they must have just missed out on all the COVID stuff. No, no, they were they were filming during during it and they had like closed sets and closed off areas. Uh-huh. There's a photo yeah. I think you can see of the close of because they had to have outdoor sets, but they had the they used the same technology from the Mandalorian with the giant screens they sort of oh. wrap around. Um there's only three places in the world that have it and it's like, you know, California, somewhere fucking else in Sydney. Um, but it, someone threw up a drone and did the aerial shot and you can see like sort of Zen gardens and stuff like that around it. And then there's just the Sydney Opera House in the background. <laughs> I mean, that would be a really cool set, I think. Does anyone know anything about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? So the Ten Rings has links to the Mandarin. That's you know, why. The proper Mandarin, not like the the weird Mandarin. Not version. Ben Kingsley. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so that'll be very interesting to see how that goes. And apparently there are references to uh, the Ten Rings, which is like a super secret baddie organisation within uh, WandaVision as well. I'm not entirely uh, well, sure the, what they are, but apparently the, there's links to that. The Ten Rings are actually the villains that Obadiah Stane works with in the first Iron Man. Uh, the uh, Middle Eastern guys are the, are the Ten Rings. Little known fact, one of the henchmen in Iron Man 1 is Tom Morello. Oh, there you go. He gets then, killed by the door when uh, Iron Man yes. breaks out. Yeah. So um, Shang-Chi is apparently, like, the, his, his character is 
a martial artist that is, I don't know, he's super martial arts powers, I don't know. Um, but he, he basically gets drawn in or gets recruited by the Ten Rings and then fights against them. Kind of a little, uh, feels a little bit like Batman with, um, yeah. Batman Begins. The, the Batman Begins. Yeah, feels a little bit like that. Come here, Shang-Chi. We will train you. Put these triangle blades on your wrists. <laughs> Explosive powders. Kapow. Here, drugs. <laughs> go get these flowers. They're definitely not opium. <laughs> go get go get enough for everyone. But you now, my, now, my child, rave. <laughs> this is Zion. <laughs> Let the earth tremble. And then everybody oh fucks. <laughs> yep. Oh, I've got like like epileptic seizure vibes from that like rave scene where everyone's just like this big oh, mess of like sweaty bodies. It reminds me you remember Anaconda where they find the nest of the anacondas just like You mean Anaconda su- search for the blood orchard? Was that the one? No, yeah, it was there's was no it? anaconda oh. nest in the first Anaconda film with oh, Ice well, King yeah. Halo. Search for the blood orchard. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's a very bad Ugh. Not Six, only did you watch the first one, you watched the second one. No, I think I just, I think I just saw a, a clip of like the snakes like mating, and it just looks like this. Looks like the Zion scene, pretty much, just with less butts. Yep. Gross. Ollie looks up scenes of snakes mating. Got it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Note that one down. That happened. Uh, anyway, guys, what if is the next one on the list? Summer twenty twenty one. Now, what if we? sort of learn more about this. They released a trailer like about a month ago, I reckon. It's the animated series, sort of the... Yeah. What yeah. if yeah. this happened? What if that happened? Do we know if that's going to tie into anything? Is this going to be a bigger picture thing or is it just going to be a fun... It could, it, could be a, it could be a multiverse thing because the multiverse is infinite and it is a bit of a what if this happened as well. So mm-hmm. it could... I won't tie into anything, but it could just sort of explain what the multiverse is, especially seeing as you've got a Doctor Strange ah. movie coming. So, mm-hmm. so we've got a bunch of different characters through here. We've got um, we've got Captain Peggy Carter. So she Peggy Carter becomes uh-huh. Captain England, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chadwick Boseman um, did some voice acting as well, and did he's basically uh, T'Challa and also Star Lord. So cool, that's oh. interesting. Killmonger's in there. Um, the Grand Master Jeff Goldblum's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our favourite character that nobody remembers, Crossbones, is back. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crossbones, uh, he held up that movie, that one. You remember Yeah, they one? set him what up to be the villain in, he... in the third film and he dies, like, immediately. Yeah. But there's there's a bunch of the, the main uh, cast from the movies that are actually doing the voice acting in this. Mark Ruffalo, um, Paul Rudd, Sebastian Stan, Taika Waititi's back, it's Korg. Nice. Um, so there, there is a bunch of really interesting like different characters uh, I mean yeah the, I, I, to do this point I, I probably think the other way I think it's just going to be one of those it's just fun let's just yeah. you know we'll try a few things we'll throw a few ideas at the wall and see what happens and if you like it that's great otherwise it's probably not going to matter overall or it may link into that sort of multiverse of madness thing as well I'm, I'm probably not going to watch it. I could lie and say, I'm interested, I'm curious, but I probably won't watch this. So I'm going to rely on you guys to mm. tell me about it. Oh, it's I'm, also got The Watcher in there as well, Duty. You are too. Yeah, so Jeffrey Wright, our, um, our favourite character from the James Bond series, um, is back as The Watcher. 
Ooh. Interesting. Or we're getting our second appearance of The Watcher. I like it. <laughs> this What's- time he won't be talking to uh, Stanley. <laughs> well, The Watcher doesn't talk. <laughs> well, yeah. Just he won't be watching. listening to Stanley. Uh, all right. We've got the Hawkeye series coming just after What If. Uh, it is late 2021, so probably like Christmas time, maybe just before Christmas. Um, thoughts on Hawkeye as a series? Because, again, I don't really care. If it's Jeremy Renner, ugh. Uh, it, I reckon it'll be fun. Yeah. It'll be like, I think it's the Matt Fraction run Jeremy of Renner. Hawkeye, which is it's pretty good. Um, I know Oz from Incognito. Yes, they're a show sponsor. Um, I know Oz is a big fan of it, and Matt Fraction did a Hawkeye run that was fucking hilarious. Um, and he's done, um, I think he did, uh, there's like Clint versus the, uh, Hawkeye versus the Punisher. There's Hawkeye versus Deadpool, all these sort of cool little fun little crossover ones as well. Um, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be fun. It'll have, um, uh, uh so we've got Haley Stanfield in here as yeah. like, uh, as like his trainee. So she becomes uh, what's her the name? new Lady Hawkeye. Kate Bishop. That's it. Name. Thank you. I was going to say, she's just in the bloody Avengers game. Yeah. So she'll be Kate Bishop, which yeah, learning how to how to shoot arrows with a bow. Yep. Um, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be fun. It'll be a, it'll, it'll have, I'm hoping it has those little vibes of, um, like I, probably one of the only things I enjoyed in age of Ultron was like when Quicksilver was fucking around with Hawkeye and he just tries to shoot. No one would know. Oh yeah. He fell off the cliff while things were going, poor little bastard. I miss him already. Like I'm looking forward to that quippy fun sort of thing of it. Yeah. Um, it's also got, uh, Florence um, coming in as uh, black widow. So she's Mm -hmm. officially called black widow in this show. Jesus. So that tells you all that you need to know about what happens there. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. So I, I hope it's like to to your point with the quippy stuff, Duty. I hope it's more that that darker stuff where he becomes the fucking Ronan or whatever. Well, his, his name family's is. back. Yeah. So he doesn't ah, need to be yeah, Ronan. Fuck. Kill his family again. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why Florence Pugh comes into it. She just comes in first episode, kills his family, and then he meets Haley Steinfeld. Oh wait, hold on. No, here we go. Uh, but, but, but the series further explores the character's time as Ronan. Oh yes. Oh. oh. Family's dead. <laughs> Suck it, family. <laughs> Take and that the nicest possible. Okay. These are not real people. They're allowed to be dead. It's okay. <laughs> They've already died once. We're used to it. All right. Tom, <laughs> how do you feel about Hawkeye? Interested in it? Keen? Curious? Or indifferent? Meh. Yeah, it's Hawkeye. Indifferent. <laughs> I don't really care about Hawkeye at all. It, it's that same kind of feel for, um, I, I think, for Bucky and the Cap. If you know what I mean, like that's that's about as excited as you're going to get for it. Yeah, I think. So, Tom, you go. I was going to say, I I think the difference is, and the reason why I was interested to see WandaVision is because with WandaVision, you're at least talking about two of the strongest, most powerful superheroes in the group, and they were doing something different with it, which is one of the which is the reasons why I kind of wanted to watch it. Whereas Hawkeye, Bucky, and Cap, they're the Weakest mm. of the group. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, technically, yes. you know, two of these people, two out of the three of, of Bucky, Hawkeye, and Cap, uh, and Falcon, have no powers, but I feel like they're going to be fuckloads more entertaining than this WandaVision show. Time will tell. But Falcon flies and shoot gun. Hawkeye shoot bow. Are they powers or are they gadgets? Ollie, talk words. They're weapons. It's not powers, though. Yeah, my statement was that's powers. That's a real. That's a real thing. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying uh, in real world, I can do that. 
That's fine. Tom already highlighted he has the power of momentum. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Falcon with momentum. Uh, next in the list, we have Miss Marvel. Now, we got a trailer for that we talked about a few weeks ago as well. It's looks like it's catered towards more of like the teenage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is going to uh, be tween TV at its best. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I'm ever going to watch an episode of this. I just don't know and don't care. So, so this also links in with the uh, Monica Rambeau character going into Captain Marvel 2. Miss um, Marvel is also going to be showing up in Captain Marvel 2. So they're, they're tying together. So I think Monica Rambeau's character will go out from this into Miss Marvel at some point, and that will lead into Captain Marvel 2. So it'll be a whole sisters mm-hmm. are doing it for themselves. <laughs> Interesting. Has, uh, uh, is, is anyone keen on this? I just don't think we're the demographic. Um, no, and no, totally no. the wrong no. demographic. Yeah. But they, yeah, I mean, I'm totally fine. Let's you know bring other people into it and mm. see how it goes. Yeah, it's totally going to be a teen drama. Yeah, a la uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch or Riverdale potentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Riverdale was comic book characters as well. Maybe they'll just so Sabrina. Riverdale it. Yeah, well, same same universe, same universe. Jeez. Uh, Eternals is the next big one on the list. That's the next movie after all those TV shows we were just talking about. November 5th, 2021. Now, this is another one that got delayed. We were meant to have this in, I think, March last year or November. November last year. November last year. So they've delayed it a year. But I think this is the one I'm most curious about, purely based on the cast and the potential it has to move the phase forward. Let's yeah. just all say what we we're really thinking. We just want to see Rich a buff Kamal, Kamal yeah. Janine. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. That guy, Dude. he's got even more ripped since that's yeah. happened. He just continues to get buffer and buffer. It's mm-hmm. just amazing. Look, there's been a lot of controversy about some things that have been said about Batman and use of substances. Oh, really? Ooh. What? No, um, no way. No. Look at his that. face. Your face yeah. does not change like that. <laughs> That picture, like that, like <laughs> honestly, Robert. his jawline has gotten bigger, and it's not just muscles. You don't build muscles on your face like that you in that short a period of time. No, he's only been going for like a year and a half. Your face doesn't go. Yeah, but that's like every day. If you worked out, ate all that stuff, your face it's wouldn't all do you that. Do it. Maybe oh, no. working out his jaws. There's ah. like there's like things you can get with like. But no, okay. There's a whole thing that a lot of people are accusing him or saying that he's using steroids um, and people have come back and shot back saying that they're racist because they didn't say the same stuff about Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans when they got super big. Um, mm. I'm going to rebut that and say, yes, they did. Um, <laughs> pretty much anybody who has ever gotten muscly for a movie has been accused of having steroids. Yeah. So I'm just going to point out there is a subreddit uh, called Natty or Juice, um, which I think you guys should check out, <laughs> um, basically deciding whether or not this is a proper bodybuilding thing done naturally or if they're juicing up. Um, and the general consensus on Natty or Juice is that it is Natty. So um, he's done it all naturally. Oh, really? Over yeah. the course of a year, based uh, based on the fact that, I mean, it's possible. It's not a, actually a lot of extra bulk. It's just defined muscle. So I think that's that's the general Ooh. consensus on Natty or Juice. Mm. I'll be subscribing to that subreddit. <laughs> that's actually Fuzzy's latest podcast, Natty or Juice with Fuzzy Dan. <laughs> Shaken, not Natty. Natty, not juiced. Uh, oh, <laughs> man. 
Uh, no, I, I did used to watch a YouTube channel that was called Nutty, that the guy went Nutty or Not, and it did the same thing, and it showed you all the symptoms. <laughs> Your nipples yeah. get smaller. Well, there we go. His and nipples look... Looks like nipplish. I, I have small nipples just at the best of times, so I'd be a terrible mm. subject for that podcast. Fuzzy, I Ooh, cannot just... Get- Let's let's take some let's take some photos of your nipples right now. We'll do comparison photos to when you get your pump on, and let's just see how that goes. Okay, let me just send them through straight away. <laughs> I already have. This is the content that people deserve, Ollie. <laughs> uh, well, I was actually just looking at the Eternals on the uh, Wikipedia page, and I did not realize it was directed by Chloe Zhao, who has re- who has in the last couple of years done some movies that have won crazy awards. They're like indie movies. There's one. Coming out in March, that had preview releases start of this at the start of January. Uh, it's called Nomad Land. It's Francis McDormand's yes. film. It is incredible. It's very very indie. So like, don't go expecting action or. It's just her driving around, right? <laughs> it pretty much is, but it has such a good like message to it. But that movie has won like Toronto International Film Festival awards, like Best Picture, all these awards. And it was made for six million dollars. She's like, a she's a proper actually, director then. So why yeah. the fuck is she doing a, like a Marvel movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it maybe like because the the budget for the Eternals was two hundred million, and for wow. a Marvel movie, that's like below average. I would say. I don't know, man. That's a lot of money. It is. That's a lot. A lot. Like, like Endgame, I think was like three hundred fifty to four hundred million. But that was huge. Like, that yeah. was the last. They put money into it. They knew they were going to get it back. Hey, Doody, do you know much about the uh, the Eternals? No, but I do know that Marvel is, now that the movie's coming out, they're just pumping a fuckload of Eternal comic books out. Like, Eternals number one, go pick it up now. And I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm seeing it in incognito going like, I know the movie's coming out. So when a movie comes out, Marvel Comics just publish tripe just to get people to read it. Uh, okay, so they're trying to build up that, that, yeah. that pre-movie excitement. Yeah, yeah. So, you know... Give it shit three months or something like that before Thor comes out, and then there'll be a Thor number one, and you know Spider Man number one, and all that sort of shit like that. Like they generally mm. tend to reboot it or start a new series off not long before the new movie comes out. So then people will watch the yeah. movie, and then they'll go to the comic book stores and they will buy you know trade collect number one of the Eternals or whatever. Because yeah. this is I mean, we're talking November. Like this is it's a long yeah. way yeah. off. Yeah, issue this issue one, so. one just dropped, so it'll be one of those things that when it comes out, there'll be three or four trades that people can just go bulk buy. And now, are they directly linked into the movie? Like, they're, they're pretty much just showing, you know, exactly the story that we're going to see, or is it just I, referential I, I, material? I've, no, I, I've, it's it just, I said Eternals number one and just had a bunch of random people jumping out, and I went, I'm not interested. Yeah, <laughs> I read, I read <laughs> well, what I know. Do you, will, this, will this translate to your interest in the film, or are you curious about the film? I watched the film. Uh, I know nothing about it, and I kind of like going into some comic book characters knowing near nothing about the character, because mm-hmm. then that's how I started reading comic books. I watched two movies of characters that I knew nothing of, and then I went, one movie sucked, one movie was okay, let's go start reading the characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see if you start reading Eternals after November 5th. Hmm. Uh, the next one on the slate, Spider-Man 3. A lot of, lot of drummed-up hype for this one because of all the talks of the casting with all the other Spider-Men. Um, Spider-Man. Do we know any details about it other than, like, the castings? Um, no, not really. Um, <laughs> Jamie Foxx is back, I think. He is. I, I heard, I heard that he wasn't, and then he was, and then he wasn't. Like, he said, if that's happening, 
I don't know about it. Like he's had an interview, but I don't know when that was in the timeline of casting. No, I think he's he's been confirmed for that. Okay. Um, I know we've also had uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange mm-hmm. is confirmed. Um, we've had Alfred Molina. Now, this is the one I'm excited about as Dr. Octopus. Precious Tridium. Yes. Mm. Power of the sun in the palm of my hand. <laughs> well, that would actually be an amazing... Oh, wait, sorry, Tom. One question. Uh, Topher Grace, confirmed or not? <laughs> I'm not sure. He might be. But I'm sure you would be the first to know. No. <laughs> Topher Watch. <laughs> Uh, that would actually be perfect, uh, Fuzzy, as you mentioned, Doctor Strange, because the next one on the list, March 25th, 2022, the first one of the next year uh, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Now we have some confirmed casting. We have some, just some general interest in it, but it's going to be the first MA Marvel movie. Was that right? Yep. I think yeah. so, yeah. It's going to be directed by Sam Raimi. I'm so fucking keen for this one. And I just it sucks that it's over a year away, you know, but it'll go by lickety split. It will. I, I hope they let Sam Raimi just go fucking nuts, like proper mm. Sam Raimi, like horror movie kind of thing. Maybe not horror, but just well, it's, it's, just it is, go weird on it. Yeah, it is yeah. classified as a horror film. But that's that's how they're that's how they're toting it. Um, I but, mean, no tree fucking, but you know, horror. Oh movie. come on, yeah, just we don't talk bit. about that. Um, it's it's going to be interesting because you know there's already a couple of things of time travel and multiple universes stuff like that and it looks like mm. it's all sort of coming ahead to this there was rumors as well because it is the multiverse of madness that they were going to cast tom cruise as an elseworld version of iron man because when they were wanting to do iron man they wanted to cast tom cruise as iron man there was also I'd a rumor short. buy that for it's a dollar so there's also a rumor that they're <laughs> going to have john krasinski as captain america because he was second running to play captain america um, with that. So there That'd is be so cool. rumors and fan theories that that's what they're looking at, just as a little hat tip. <sighs> That'd so be cool. All we know at this stage is we've had uh, Benedict confirmed, um, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen's in there, Benedict Wong is in there. Benedict. Fucking, I loved him, he's great. Give me um, a tuna milk. Natalie um, Portman. Who? Well, Natalie Portman was confirmed. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Rachel McAdams is in there. Yep. Um, so, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Oh no, Chiwetel Ejiofor is in there as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So the um, the guy that was ter- was good for the first Doctor Strange, but turned bad by the end of it. I liked that turn for him at the end. That yeah. was really fucking. He cool. plays a good villain. Yeah, I think that'll be cool because it looks like he's just going to be like because he started by like taking other people's magic, which I, I think is pretty fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So that'll be if if he's involved with that. Along with you know Maximoff and Doctor Strange, I think there's some really cool stuff that's <sighs> going to be happening. I want it to get like mind fucky, you know. Yeah. I want, I want that movie to fuck my mind. A bit like the first time, like um, uh, Doctor Strange finds out like the powers and goes all yeah. trippy, and the yeah. fingers start coming out of the hands, and mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. that. But for like 180 right. minutes. <laughs> yeah, give me that. Uh, all right, the last one we have on our list that I found just by doing a quick Google search. You can find it on all of your local news sites. Thor, Love and Thunder, slated for May 6th, 2022. Love and Thunder, Love and Thunder. It's got a bit of like, like a, I don't know, like an 80s vibe to it. it from Just from the titling alone. That's what Ragnarok That's what has as well. Yeah. 
Ragnarok had that fl- sort of Flash Gordon, you know, mm, bright yeah. colors kind of thing. They the them, the like thematic colors and everything that went to it, fucking perfect for Ragnarok. I, it it was worked. Great. It worked so well. Yeah. Do we do we preemptively love this already? Well, Dirty had that big thing the other week about uh, Christian Bale. Uh, yeah, so we've got confirmed for this. Natalie Portman's returning. She's going to be playing Jane Foster Thor, so potentially Thor becomes unworthy. But also on all the promo photos and stuff like that, they're saying Molnir is back, so maybe she has Molnir. We've got Better Ray Bill is going to be having his first appearance in this as well, which is essentially a character who is so is as evenly matched as Thor. Odin made him his own weapon called Stormbreaker. And we already have Stormbreaker as well. Uh, and we have Christian Bale playing Gore, the God Butcher. And he is essentially oh. a character who flat up hates gods and kills them. But the big stick with that is his weapon is a lot living black goo that surrounds him. And it's a symbiote. Oh, my God. oh. oh for Grace. And the symbiote, comes from, <laughs> the symbiote comes from Null, the god of symbiotes. Wow. I did not realise that was even a thing. I'm curious. That would be an interesting big bad if they brought the symbiote hordes into it. Well, not on this list is the Venom Carnage film, and apparently there's rumours yet again, same thing we had a couple of years ago, that uh, Tom Holland's going to be in it, but I would think so for this film because Sony and Marvel were talking and becoming friends again because of Tom Holland and it might have been like, a, yep, we'll put Spider-Man in Venom and we'll keep Spider-Man in the MCU for a little longer. So maybe uh, it ties into it somehow, maybe. Yeah. I was under the impression that Sony could only have Spider-Man. Sony has the rights to Spider-Man movies. Yeah. That is it. They don't have rights to Spider-Man TV shows, video games, merchandise, nothing. It is just the movie rights where Fox had rights to... X-Men and Fantastic Four across the board. Mm. I mean, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. I have absolutely no idea. We can only theorize, but I'm already into it. There's going to be a lot of Spider-Man 3. Style I'm excited for the uh, for, for Love and Thunder because the, I think the love factor is going to play into it a lot. We've got mm. um, Tessa Thompson coming back as Valkyrie. We've got uh, obviously Natalie Portman as Jane Foster. We've also got Jamie Alexander as Sif. Yeah. So there's right. going to be some some weird sort of love quadrilateral things going on because yeah, Thor, Peter Quill's in here as well mm-hmm. as Star Lord. So they've got this weird thing that's going to be going on, and I don't know. It, it just could be very interesting to see how that all plays out. Was there something to say that Star Lord was bisexual in the comic books? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you think that could come into it? Maybe. The love and thunder, you know? Mm. Maybe Bring in the thunder. Quill. Yeah. Peter Quill gets some of that Thor action. I guess Thor. Gets a little Thor. It's going to leave in Thor. Oh, God. Uh, we're so good at this. Oh, uh, <laughs> quit. Chemistry. You can, uh, you can cut it with a knife. Well, I've had a lot of fun talking about this damn list. There's so much to be keen on. Please, listener, that's you. Tell us what you think you're most excited for. Uh, and if you have any theories, let us know on our Facebook page, on our listener community. Just message us, email us, hit us up on our WhatsApp, you know. Carry a pigeon. Yeah, carry a pigeon. Don't send that to me because uh, carry a pigeon somehow just always fly to the wrong place and they're sick of my messages. Uh, But (laughs) if you did enjoy the show, feel free to tell 
people about us. Uh, and then you can find us on all the social media channels on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at shaken.nerd. And uh, just have fun, you know, be kind to each other. It's 2021. It's about that time. Start Finally. Being, yeah. Be good. I've been no. only. I've had a very fun time. Sorry, Tom, I cut you off. No, it's all good. All good. I was just going to say, nah, be mean. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos. Always Tom. Always Tom. Anyway, I've been only. I've had fun. I can't wait for more Marvel. I'm ready. I've been fuzzy. I am unprepared for phase four. And I've been duty saying this about WandaVision. You know, everyone says it's not supposed to make sense. Like, that's the whole point, dude. And I'm just saying, you know, that's like an excuse for lazy storytelling.